0: The Askell Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton.
1: So I'm uh, Rachel Burtonshaw, and I'm the Askell Hotline Leader, Deputy Director of Member Support.
0: And you're a keen reader, Rachel. I think it's fair to say, aren't you?
1: I, I read every day without fail, Jeff. Um, I almost always fall asleep over a book at night.
0: Yeah, and has that been harder during lockdown, or has it sustained you during lockdown?
1: I would say it sustained me during lockdown, actually. Um, I've reread quite a number of books during lockdown actually um yeah. that that have been sitting on my shelf waiting to be reread, if you like, yeah. um, which uh, which has been enjoyable.
0: And do you think that's at the risk of being kind of amateur psychoanalyst? Is that is that because we're craving the familiar during this strange period? I,
1: I think that's highly likely. <laughs> um, and and it, it's a comfort, and you can lose yourself in it as well, I think. So yeah. you don't have to think about what's going on around about you.
0: Absolutely. Right, you've given us three eclectic choices. Which which is your first choice?
1: Okay, so I'm going to start with the favourite book of children's verse. Um, and and I, all my three choices go right back to my childhood and adolescence. Yeah. Um, and the, the, this is a, a book which uh, which I've had since I was, I, I don't know, five maybe, something like that. Uh, my, my parents are both English teachers, I should say, um, and and we used to read poetry, so perhaps quite unusual, um, mm. and I found some wonderful favourites in there, you know, Walter de la Mare, and, and I learned to recite poetry, I knew them off by heart, and, and they were very comforting, and I still know them off by heart.
0: And um, so when when you say we used to read poetry, you would read as a family poetry?
1: Yes. We would sit down. People often read a story at night, don't they, before they go to bed, and we would do that as well. But we would often read poetry before we went to bed as our story, if you
0: like. Did you? My two two boys would say the curse of having a dad who was an English teacher is that I kept correcting their grammar. But I guess one of the benefits is that you are immersed in... A kind of rich yes. background of language from the yeah, outset. Yeah, ab-
1: absolutely. Um, and I, I'm not sure if my brothers took to it as much as I did. Um, I, you know, it's just sometimes the way the way it is. I, I was also the oldest and a girl, so you know, maybe all those things have have something to do with you know, like you, with your dad, especially. Maybe I don't know. Um, but but nevertheless, I think they they would both tell you they both do still read poetry.
0: And has that followed through? So do you still find yourself reaching for poetry now?
1: I do so. I do so. Reach for poetry now, and and, and I'll often uh, get hold of a new poetry book as well. You know, I love Carol Ann Duffy, um, so so yes, I I still I still will, and and you know, and there are poems there which still speak to me that that, that were important to me then.
0: Yeah, and now you studied languages, didn't you? So your second choice is uh, uh, a text from overseas. It,
1: it is. So my 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 second choice is a bear talk, play, um, which is uh, Mutter Courage und ihre Kinder, or Mother Courage and Her Children. Um, and I I saw this play for the first time and I can't remember, you know, now I can't remember whether I saw it at the Glasgow Citizens' Theatre or whether it was uh, part of the Edinburgh Festival. I, I just can't remember. But in any case, I saw it when I was about 12 or 13. Um, And it was in German and we had to wear a headset so we'd get the English translation. And I was determined that I would be able to understand German that well. And it led me uh, on that path. So it led me on the path of of studying German and going on to study German at university. And indeed, my gap year, I had a gap year before I went to university, which considering that I'm quite old, was fairly unusual in those days. Um, But I lived and worked in Berlin, which of course was at that time... Surrounded by a wall, West Berlin. But I, I was able to go to West Berlin, and I was able to uh, to East Berlin, and I was able to go to the Berliner Ensemble, which was Brecht's own theatre, which was just amazing for me. So, so it led me on my path to study languages, and of course, eventually to teach languages.
0: And it's just a reminder how books are often intertwined with kind of defining moments yes. in our life they, they take us into a new course or a new they, direction they
1: do and, and indeed my absolute obsession with the theatre I mean one of the things I can't wait for is the reopening of theatres I, I just I just can't wait to be able to go back to the theatre again nothing quite gives me the same buzz as a the theatre
0: yeah I'm the same And your third choice uh, is also internationalist in Outlook, but kind of universal in the way it speaks to all of us. Yes.
1: So my third choice is Anne Frank, uh, The Diary of a Young Girl, uh, which I read as um, a young girl. So I read about the same age as as Anne would have been, uh, and I come I come back to it again, and and it's one of the books which I've reread in lockdown, um, and I was astonished when I read it again. Uh, I mean, it inspired me then; it inspires me now. Um, but but her insight into things and her perception, and the modern nature of it. I mean, she uh, there's, a, there's a diary entry on the Saturday, fifteenth of July, nineteen forty four she's received a book from the library. So that's amazing, isn't it? Those are the books that were being smuggled into her. What do you think of the modern young girl? And it—it's it, a story. she could be writing now. The writer criticizes today's youth from head to toe, though without dismissing them all as hopeless cases. On the contrary, she believes they have it within their power to build a bigger, better, and more beautiful world, but that they occupy themselves with superficial things without giving a thought to true beauty. I mean, somebody could wow. be writing that now, couldn't they? Yeah. And And then she goes on in that particular entry. Uh, to talk about uh, her father and mother not understanding her um, and about what what teenagers want. And she says, I don't want to hear about typical adolescent problems or other girls or you'll grow out of it. I don't want to be treated the same as all the other girls, but as Anne in her own right and Pim, who's her father, didn't understand that. Uh, That's amazing. So she wrote that in July 1944
0: it's amazing and, because in part when people talk about Anne Frank in the diary they, they sometimes kind of sentimentalize yes. her, and this shows that there's a kind of a real edge to her
1: I- Absolutely, a, a real edge to her, a proper teenager. And, and I think, again, you know, that sort of statement has influenced me in my. Uh, I, I went on to work with teenagers, and I loved working with teenagers. But it's one of those thoughts which you have in your mind: is, is is how you should treat teenagers and how you should be with teenagers. And I guess I applied that with my own son as well. You know that that yeah. you have you should take them seriously. Their feelings and their emotions are very heightened, and you should and you should take them seriously. So, it that's been important for me. That thought, I think, to keep with me throughout my professional and personal life.
0: That's been a wonderful selection and a great conversation, Rachel Bertenshaw, Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you.
0: Brilliant, Rachel. Well, that, was, that is perfect. Thank it's you okay. so much for doing that. Great. A, how, it, how nice to talk about something which is not COVID and not any year all the rest of it. Uh,
1: And that's what I thought really. And I mean, there's so much more in Anne Frank, you know, because if yeah. you think about, if you think about. Uh, being locked in a cupboard, being you know, being where we are now is nothing, is it, compared to being Absolutely. locked in a cupboard, Absolutely. waiting yeah. for the Nazis to come into after a concentration camp? It puts it God. into perspective, doesn't it?
0: Totally. Thanks so much.
1: Have a great day. That was great. It was great fun <laughs> for, uh, choosing them actually as well. I enjoyed that, Jeff. Oh, good.
0: A S C L. Askell